And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. The shot, Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I hope everybody's having a good day. Uh, I have a special, special, special surprise for you today. Well, I mean, it's not so much a surprise because if you read the description to the episode, you already know that I got Chris Masilli from Locked On Avalanche. So Chris and I got together the other day and what was to talk about, you know, everything that's going on, kind of do a mini preview between two teams obviously the lightning and his team the avalanche to you know kind of do a preview because let's face it if the lightning make it to the stanley cup finals the the avalanche are you know a team that could very well be there and could be you know not only a team that will be playing but could be a team that could be a pain in the ass for the lightning to be playing in the stanley cup finals so we got together and what was supposed to be about a 30 to 30 minute to 45 minute conversation um, turned into two hours. Uh, you know, where that just happens when the coffee is flowing in the cups and you, you, you have two hockey geeks, two, two, two guys getting together, you know, just talking about everything, not only that's surrounding our teams, but just kind of all the storylines that have been going on from the past couple of weeks. So thanks to Chris in advance for doing that uh he's the one that actually came up with the idea i was just there along for the ride uh the two-hour ride so this is going to be part one of not entirely sure how many parts we're going to fit out there maybe probably until friday probably will be the last part uh we'll just wait and see uh how much we could fit into these episodes so here's my conversation with chris all right so we are back and we're kind of doing a conference crossover i guess we could call it and uh i i we typically don't do this because we typically like to have uh hosts from other shows like within the division or even within the conference but i like kind of going outside of the conference every once in a while and especially now with playoff time right around the corner and talking to possible stanley cup matchups with the avalanche i'm not saying they're gonna you know make it but obviously we would like to see them make it and definitely one of those teams is the Tampa Bay Lightning. So with me right now is Mr. Adam Denker from Locked on Lightning. How are you doing today, sir? How you doing, buddy? I would just like to start off before we get to any of the crazy stuff is that I have a strict policy of having host of teams from other time zones on, okay. on as well. So, you know, I'm really breaking uh, protocol with you, but I'm glad to do it. Yeah, the, the Avalanche are definitely a team that are on the lightning's radar just because I feel like out of the West, that's probably the most likely scenario that would happen um, just from how good the avalanche have been all year and to how really the only team in lightning, you know, fans minds that stands in our way is Boston. So if, you know, mm -hmm. they somehow get knocked off, I think I'm not going to say it's easy sailings, but you know, it's definitely a possibility, likely possibility that our two teams could definitely collide at some point. Yeah, because what is the, you know, the, the East, I remember doing an episode and reading an article, I don't remember where I read it from, 
saying uh, they, 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 they put the avalanche in the Stanley cup. This was like right after uh, the all-star break and kind of like they were, whatever website it was, they were doing predictions and they put the avalanche in the Stanley cup final. And they said, because they have an easier route than anybody in the East, like the East is going to beat themselves up between the talent that they have, which they said runs from, top to bottom of the playoff teams compared to what the avalanche would have to go to, which would pretty much be like St. Louis and everybody else. They really should handle anything can happen. Obviously. Is that true in the East? Cause you know, I don't pay as much attention to the East as I do in the West is the East more stacked from, well, it typically would be one to eight. Now it's one to 16 or whatever the hell it is. Um, one to 12. Right. So is that true for the East East? Eastern conference that they will kind of beat themselves up um, to get to the, the cup. Well, I wouldn't say exactly beat themselves up. Now, remember the, the, the qualifiers are only five games. So, you know, even a best of five is still not exactly taxing. You know, you also have to remember these, everybody's been off since March. So, you know, it's not like they're jumping from a regular season straight to the playoffs, sure. but in terms of, I guess the other teams beating up each other, um, I would have to say from top to bottom with the exception of maybe Carolina, the Islanders, and the Canadians and the Panthers, everybody is a threat to go make a deep run. Um, not that I'm saying that those teams aren't good teams, but I'm, you know, nobody's really expecting the Canadians to beat the Penguins. Sure. Um, I think that the Islanders-Panthers series is a toss-up. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, you know, the Islanders could very, you know, they could easily go out there and sweep as well as get swept. You know, sure. they're just that, they're that kind of Jekyll and Hyde team. And then Carolina, I mean, just, it's just, this, it's very complicated to really get a gauge. You know, you have all the top teams, especially even in the West. I mean, you know, you have the Edmontons, you have the, the, the Calgary's, um, even the Winnipeg's, you know, that you're going up against, but you know, you're not really really expecting a lot from Arizona or maybe even a Chicago, but you know, it's one of those things where I I've kind of in a way to make it simpler and trying to cut down my, my, my going on sentence right now is it's, it's kind of a March madness atmosphere to it where, you know, we could come out here and say, yeah, the lightning and the abs are, are going to make it in the, in the finals against each other, but we could very easily have, you know, Nashville playing, uh, the Islanders in the finals. We, it's one of those things where we, we really don't know because these guys are kind of all in the same playing playing field. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, for the avalanche, um, they struggled with injuries all season long. So did the lightning. Uh, Did they? Okay. So, and, and now like we're kind of both in the same boat then of, or at least I think the, the lightning should be um, of having kind of a healthy team. Now, for the Avalanche, um, and we'll probably talk about Camel Car many times as in our discussion as it goes. Yes, he got hurt already, <laughs> so it's like. Well, I mean that's perfectly fine because <laughs> Steven Stamkos got hurt during involuntary <laughs> workouts. So I think we spoke about it when we did the roundtable. Yeah, I think I I, I kind of previewed that as the you know let's just wrap Stammer up in bubble wrap, but it, it was it was you know it's nothing new. I actually just threw out an episode uh the other day saying you know as shocked as we are about 
especially injury prone players. Now I don't know if Cal McCarr is considered injury prone. Granted, this is his first year in the league. Right. But Stammer is, you know, I don't think he's played eighty two games since twenty fourteen. Really? So yeah, so it's just one of those things, you know, he he had that big injury where he broke his leg and then he came back despite everyone screaming and yelling to play in the Olympics. Um but it's just one of those things where we're surprised but we're not, you know, because it, you, these are professional athletes. These are competitors where they're going to try and go out there because we've also done it too. We've, we've taken time off from the gym and then we've gone back into it at, after a certain amount of time off and we're ego lifting or, you know, whatever that is, and whatever you want to call it. And we, we tweak something. It's the same thing with these guys because, mm-hmm. you know, they only know one setting. It's a, it's a hundred. They don't know how to go up to 75 or or 65 or whatever you know it's it's yeah and that's what i kind of brought up the and i'm curious as to what your your take on this is how do you feel and i feel like we're definitely going to see it from the lightning i don't know so much from maybe the other teams how do you feel about the nhl's possible you know version of load management to start off these games especially because both our teams aren't playing really meaningful games like yeah they get home ice advantage but does that really matter when every game is going to be played in the same yeah, arena exactly exactly and i don't think it really does and then just maybe a little aside here i said stuff i don't think about somebody put up on twitter like what is the emblem going to be in the middle of the uh, yeah. of center ice like that's a really good question i don't know is it just going to be the nhl shield uh, is it going to be maybe some artist rendition of every team mashup or something like that? Yeah, I, I have it, no idea. I saw <laughs> they were setting up the ice. I don't know for what team really, but I mean, I couldn't imagine because the lightning, they showed a, they showed something on the social media page that the lightning were packing up their own ice, which didn't make any sense if they're going all the way up to Canada to these arenas when shouldn't their ice be already there. But um, besides the point, I could only imagine how much of a nightmare that's going to be to get through customs. But yeah. um I think they're doing the NHL emblem, but it's going to be kind of a, uh, I read it when they released the CBA. I think they're going to do a kind of more specialized symbol. It's going to be like the, the same old boring one we see, but in the article I read, I forgot where it was. They, it was a different quote unquote, a more, uh, I guess, regal type of silver. So I guess, uh, yeah, which, you know, is (laughs) such a detailed, um, you know way to put it so um but so yeah like what do you think like do you want to see the the avalanche go out and try and win every game are you just looking at this as trying to get some guys back in the swing of things and maybe kind of limit uh you know ice time to some other guys it's tough because because you could go in any direction here and i mean i guess getting talking about you know the injury prone season that they've had um Everybody was so excited that they are, are now we're back to 100%. Everybody is healthy. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean that's just going to continue. You know what I mean? And it's no, our, no. we're already seeing that yeah. with the camel car injury. So far, he's been the only one. And let's hope it's not serious. Um, and he can come back. And that's the end of the injuries. But I, it'll be interesting to see what the Avalanche do. Do they use – they're doing one, like, uh, exhibition game against Minnesota. Right. Um, I think the 24th, I believe that date is sticking out to me on the 24th. And then, yeah, how do you use these these round-robin games? Because, yeah, you want seeding, but seeding doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't really matter dependent on home ice, like you said. So 
do you just want to get through them injury free and then, you know, really kind of kick into high gear when, when the first round really starts? I think that is the route that they would want to go. I, 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 sure, they don't, they don't want to lose all three games. I can tell you that. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's almost like they, they were just, you know, shattered glass this year. And, and no matter what they did, there was an injury every single game. Mm-hmm. So to see them come out of this round robin, if they are able to, like unscathed, I think that's a plus. Yeah. I think that you know, not only our teams, but I think every team is looking for that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I remember, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys lost Pavel Francois in that outdoor game. And he was like, your best goaltender at that point, if I'm not mistaken, right? They lost Grubauer in the okay. It was game. Grubauer. It was the other way around. Yeah. Now, what is now? I I saw something that they're still deciding whether or not who they're going to play. Now, who is your preference? Maybe. Well, and this has been a discussion pretty much all season long, and I have I've leaned toward Pavel Francos more than Grubauer. Um, and I don't think that's the way the avalanche will go. I think they, they traded for Grubauer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat out Varlamov last year um, to, and they gave him the starting gig for this year. And I think another reason why they won't uh, go with Pavel is because of what Grubauer did in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. So guys step up when it comes to the playoffs. We see that across all sports. Yeah. And I think they're going to give him another go to start it, but they're both going to play. So you think um, it's going to be kind of like a goalie by committee situation? Yeah, I, I think it'll be if if uh, Grubauer is doing well, there'd be no reason to take him out. But you don't need to play him, you know, eight, nine, ten games in a row you're not going to need to do that in the playoffs. You can, you can play these guys. Not, you wouldn't do it every other game, obviously. Maybe if he's doing well, play him like three games and then have Pablo Francis come in and play one. And then you can, you can mix and match these guys really any way he sees fit. And if one is not doing the job, you can slide the other one in and really not miss a beat. Right. So it's a really good problem to have. And, and you hear them talking. Um, and they're saying all the right things. I really genuinely believe them that they, they are not in, they're in a competition. They both want to play. Don't yeah, get me wrong on that, but they're not out for, there's no ill will between the two of them. Um, this is a team that is a team. Like they don't care who, who is out there. Uh, the end goal is a cup and that's not just a phrase. Like they generally want to, to win it. And to mm-hmm. give you another example, Throughout the first week of training camp, uh, their captain, Gabe Landeskog, has consistently been with the second line and completely fine with that because bringing him down to that second line makes that team stronger. And he doesn't look at it as like a blow to his ego that he's not with the first line, which consists of, you know, Miko Ranton and Nathan McKinnon, because that's a stature thing. Yeah. You know, you play with those guys and like that, that just looks good on your resume. Uh, he doesn't care about that. He goes, I will definitely go to the second line, still play with Nazem Kadri and maybe Burke. Well, Burkowski might go up to the first line. Who knows? But mm-hmm. um, that's how they are. They're just a really like close knit bunch of guys and they literally just want to win and they don't care where they, they're slotted to do it. Yeah. I think that's one of the special things about hockey is that they're definitely 
the most the most like unselfish athletes out of all the four major sports yeah um no wide receivers in the nhl oh yeah (laughs) you'll definitely you'll definitely not see a guy leaving the hotel to pick up grubhub you know so we won't have to worry about that um you know that was like the thing it was such an nba thing to do i I love basketball but it was i was not shocked at all as i don't even remember who it was but i remember (laughs) the day i got the notification it was like so and so broke quarantine to go get food in the lobby and i've been on that resort many times where like well yeah in those hotels they're very like they're very spaced out but once you get to the hotel lobbies you're not really protected. Like anybody could really walk in there or like, yeah. you know, the, but it's just, you know, we're not, hopefully we're not going to be dealing with that. I doubt they are. Um, the only thing I've heard is, is players who have pregnant wives. Yes. And they, as some of them have said, you're not holding me up in this city. I am leaving. Yeah. I heard something. I think that was part of the reason why Travis harmonic dropped out. Of the playoffs. Okay. Um, I think it was because, well, he has a young daughter and I think she has, I don't, I'm, you know, don't quote me on this, but I think she has some sort of, um, I think she has like asthma or something really bad to where he's, which is understandable. I mean, right. you know, your father, you would, you could totally understand more than I can, you know, how, yeah. how like difficult of a situation that would be if you had to be away from your kids for so long. And then God forbid you bring back, you know, a virus that could potentially get them sick. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I try to put myself in that situation and I hate to say it this way, but if, if I was on, you know, like one of those, uh, top four teams i think i would want to play yeah if i was on like the blackhawks or something no disrespect to the blackhawks but (laughs) um i might i might take a flyer and 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 yeah (laughs) i think like i think part of it was just harmonic i mean he's with calgary now i believe so i mean they're still in a pretty good spot um they got winnipeg first round and who who would know you know what what the who they're gonna play because um but yeah they um i kind of i kind of see where he's coming from um but i did hear something that i i think during the stanley cup finals they're gonna allow families in the crowd for that oh Uh, for the final okay yes i don't believe for the conference finals because i know that's when everybody goes to edmonton um granted you know, we're not, I'm not, I, I'm sure everything's gonna be all fine by then, but apparently a giant storm, uh, you know, kind of swept through Edmonton the other day and yeah. there's water damage and it's just uh, it, like, it just cannot seem to go smooth for at anything aside from sports. Yeah. This it, is just a disaster because Edmonton, yes, they had flooding. And then, uh, I, I heard, and I talked about it on my show uh, yesterday that, um, the toronto blue jays oh yeah they're they're, not letting them play in their stadium yeah so which doesn't know that it doesn't it's not a hockey thing but it's in that city it's yeah and it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me though how they would allow (laughs) hockey to be played there but not baseball yeah which because the maple leafs are right across the street from the blue jays if i'm not mistaken (laughs) I, i think they are yeah so it's it's a very strange thing i don't know i mean it's the Canadians are a very different breed of people. So, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which would, but then again, if you know, for fans of baseball that are listening, it will be the first time 
since 1958 that three teams are be will be playing baseball simultaneously in the state of New York. So that's a little bit of oh, baseball yeah. trivia for okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense that they would ha- allow families to come in for yeah. the Stanley Cup because obviously all these teams are going to be gone. Uh, you're not going to have. You're going to have two teams left. In, in one are they just going to one city they're not gonna there'd be no point to go back and forth between no 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 that's I, yeah and I, I spoke about that in length on my show how originally when it looked like they were possibly just going to stay in the states I okay. was saying let's do Chicago and Columbus that this was like very early on in the hub city talk right right um where if they were going to go back and forth those would have been the probably two logical cities to where they could just bus it back and forth if they that's really true. wanted to but yeah I mean I'm no, I'm no whiz at Canadian geography, but I know Edmonton is far enough to be a two-hour time difference with right. from Toronto. Yeah, I would, but yeah. So I think what they're going to do, they're going to have the conference finals in Edmonton and then just host it there for the rest, which is okay. interesting um, in itself. As I guess because Edmonton is just has the facilities to where they could, if they choose to have fans, they could kind of, um, I guess they could maybe have them in different parts different entrances because i know the oilers arena it's relatively new and it's huge to where they could pull it off um but yeah so with the western conference um as you're not really familiar with eastern i'm not familiar with the western and you know so what are some of the the matchups early on that maybe intrigue you to where like oh maybe the abs could possibly slide in on this you know the winner of this afterwards um, well, because I'm looking at the bracket right now, and if I was an Avs fan, or if I was just one of the round robin teams, Nashville Arizona is a pretty interesting matchup to where I would want to play either of those teams, where you're not really in bad shape regardless of who you play from that. Which is so weird, uh, at least speaking about Nashville, because usually they are a very difficult out in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. They've been a solid, solid franchise for a number of years, and yeah, they're on a down year, but they snuck in there. They they yeah. got hot at the right time to 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 land a playoff spot, and I think they were a legit. What, what number are they? You got the there, yeah. Uh, Nashville six, six and Arizona's yeah. eleven. Right. So if the if the season stopped, and we went with their regular playoff. They would still be in. Like so yeah, they, they had a they had a spot. Um. So it's they're one of those teams where it's like yeah okay they might be on a quote unquote down year for them, but they have experience in in the playoffs so mm-hmm. you have to be careful of a team like yeah. that rising to the occasion yeah um yeah the, and just because he's you know the freak of nature just edmonton scares the crap out of oh me. i mean have you been seeing <laughs> this is ridiculous i'm glad you brought this up because did you see that video of Connor mcdavid looking like he got shot out of a cannon which uh, one was the i've seen it was, <laughs> yeah it was one of the the recent ones from like their scrimmage in the past couple of days where it's like you thought this guy could get no faster and then it, yeah. it just looks like he just looks like a human cheat code it's on un- <laughs> it's on un- i saw that and i was just like you gotta be kidding me like because this is like the lightning they would make it to the finals and then we would have to play edmonton and have to mm-hmm. deal with dry and mcdavid just making us like crazy the entire series that would yeah. just be that would just be tampa's luck just when they're starting to get it together they just run into this two-headed monster in edmonton yeah, i know um, it's just a who knows where it's gonna go but um and and who who the average is gonna play obviously but 
Uh, and I did a, I did a show a couple of weeks ago about like, you know, the top five matchups. I actually put that at number one really? uh, to see the avalanche and uh, Edmonton. And, and, you know, because for the, from the standpoint of the NHL, it is a promotional dream. Yeah. Um, you're really the only game in town right now. Cause I don't, what, what's the, what's the start date for the NBA? NBA, that, I believe, is a little later in August. I could be right. mistaken. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of eyes on the NHL because people are just going to want to watch sports. And if you can promote Nathan McKinnon versus Connor McDavid, um, like, okay, I've heard of those guys. The casual fan knows yeah. who they are. They're like, oh, I get to watch these guys, you know, at least four times play each other. I'll tune into that. And I think that's just from the PR standpoint, it's – it's just money in the bank. Yeah, that's definitely um, that's definitely like a if they I could I could just see the commercials now where oh they try God. to like they they have McKinnon McDavid and then they flash for, to like Gretzky Lemieux and they flash back. <laughs> yeah, right. I could see them totally yeah. blowing out like that that rivalry and like out of proportion where it's like okay these oh, guys totally. are yeah but I mean Nathan McKinnon is let's just talk about because like you know if I turn on if the Lightning I've already played I usually watch conference games i usually put on whether it's a late you know edmonton game or even if you guys are on uh nathan mckinnon is he's another guy that just looks like he's he was made in a video game especially that spin move he's he's put guys on and you know it's it, it literally even though they are on skates he looks like he's putting someone on skates you know it's, it's crazy. like yeah it, he, and he did it a couple of times i believe in their practices i saw some i think it made it to nhl.com's instagram or maybe their Twitter, where I was just like, okay, I guess he's ready to go. He is, um, yes. He he's not. I mean, Gabe Landeskog wears the 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 captain patch, but um, it's almost like they have two of them with Nathan McKinnon. He doesn't let guys slide at all. Yeah, he's was, a coach out there, and and I actually had um, one one of the. Uh, close friend now his name's Kyle Sullivan he comes on the show mm-hmm. every once in a while and we were, we were talking about he will probably be a head coach when his career is done mm-hmm. he's that type of player like he just demands like excellence from everybody out there and uh he's uh, he's at the spot where he can do that because people look up to him as yeah one of the top three players in the league um so obviously he's doing something right and yeah. if you're one of those guys on the roster that he's yelling at you're probably gonna listen to him yeah <laughs> He's definitely one of those guys. I mean, his ability to stop on the dime with the oh, puck man. is I I haven't I don't I've maybe seen that with Crosby numerous times behind the net, but not at that speed. You know, no. it's a whole different animal. Especially he's kind of in the class of definitely with McDavid. So oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, other matchups, <laughs> Vancouver, Minnesota looks pretty good. Now I don't understand why this would be happening at the time it is, but Vancouver is looking to trade Bozer like right now, which makes no sense. Hmm. Um, I saw something about that. Like there was rumors going around. Now, obviously I don't think they, they obviously can't trade him now, but I don't even know why they would want something like that to leak, take the chance of talking about that and having it leak right. You know, in one of the biggest times of the year, that's odd. Um, Yeah, that was, it was super (laughs) weird. Um, Like, and the thing that, you know, we were spoken about earlier is, you know, both our teams have been plagued by injuries. You know, the thing sure. is, is that the good thing, especially about the lightning and I'm sure with the avalanche as well, is that we have tons of players that could really, you know, have really rise to the occasion. You know, you saw it with Tampa with Braden Point, uh, Anthony Sorelli and, you know, most notably Alex Kalorn and, 
just Alex Kalorin, I think is if, you know, if he continues on this track, I think he's going to be, he could possibly be a potential con Smythe trophy winner this year. If really? Tampa, now, are, are those guys that they brought up from the AHL or are they just players that they, are on the roster that they, they've been around. More? Yeah. They've been around um, for a number of years. Uh, Alex Kalorn, most notably, he was one of those guys where he would score about in the 20 range, low twenties, maybe to, to maybe as a career high. Um, I, I firmly believe if the season was in an uninterrupted, he could have hit maybe 35 plus. Because um, really? around, I want to say maybe five games before they paused the season, Stamkos was basically, at that point in time, you need to remember, at this point in time, Stamkos was in and out of the lineup. They were missing McDonough. They were missing John Ruta. You know, John Ruta and McDonough were out for like the longest time, so lower body injuries, which, you know, which, you know, if you thought, having players out with upper body or you know lower body injuries was frustrating yeah i can't wait to to see how i react when i see crucial players being out of the lineup because of unfit to play status um i actually thought it was it was locked on avalanche the other day that i actually laughed and i i'm totally on the let's get unfit to play shirts we have to man that great those are you know i think the especially the especially some of the hosts who after you know have to do a monday morning show uh after a long week and definitely have to throw those on I mean, everybody has like these shirts if they like have have climbed to the top of a mountain like yeah i, I climb so and so we should have i am deemed unfit to i think that would shirts. be the perfect shirt for anyone who's still waiting to go back to work first day of work definitely should wear that you know once their their job <laughs> reopens but so that was part one of the avalanche locked on lightning crossover with chris maselli uh had a lot of fun doing that uh you know, even though we were probably both exhausted, we we actually did it uh, at night. I think we started recording that probably at like nine thirty or so, so we were probably done close to midnight after we did that. But you know, it was a ton of fun, uh, as you could hear, and it only gets better from there. And you know, when you're done listening to this podcast, go to the Locked On NHL channel because tomorrow. I will be on there with host Sarah Avampato, and I will be discussing some of the things fans will should and will be looking at when the lightning hit the hit the ice once the the real games start. And I'm not discussing really so much. I'm not really talking about so much the round robin games, but it also you know I talk about that as well. But I'm also discussing some of the potential opponents and some of the things surrounding the team as well. You know everything we've already heard here, but you know on the locked on nhl channel so go ahead and listen to that when it drops tomorrow so that's been it for today's episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one